never get to the chorus. He always stuck. Listen to the words of this song tonight. It'll bless you. I don't know about the future I don't understand some things about the past I don't know why some things happen I don't know why some things end and others last I don't know the rhymes and reasons I don't understand the words some people pray. But when I see your hand of mercy, Lord, protect me from the dangers in my way. I know how to say thank you. I know a blessing when I see. I'm a recipient of grace through the hours and the days. I know how to say thank you. Now, there were times today when angels stood around me and I couldn't even see. There were times when I was hurting and you stepped in and took the pain for me. And there were moments when you stopped me so that I could smell the roses by the road. Though I'm not the wisest person, there's something Without a doubt, I know, and I know how to say thank you. I know a blessing when I see one. I'm a recipient of grace through the hours and the days. I know how to say thank you. I know how to say thank you. I know a blessing when I see one. I'm a recipient of grace through the hours and the days. I know how to say thank you. Good that we can go to God and just say thank you, Lord. 
Amen. So grateful tonight to be a Christian, be one of God's children. Such a blessing tonight. Hope this will bless you. I drove by the place today where the Holy Ghost in His own way showed me in my heart that I was lost. I remember how I felt that night wondering if I died where my soul would be and what would be the cost. I got down on my knees and there I prayed and with a thankful heart I just want to say thank you for saving me. I want to thank you for giving me eternal life that I could only find through the blood that you shed on Calvary. I want to thank you for all you've done. set this sinner free thank you for saving me although it's been many years ago this one thing that I know in my heart it feels like yesterday it's a feeling that I can't explain if you've been there, I know you feel the same. So lift your hands up to the one who's worthy of all praise. Thank you for saving me. I want to thank you for giving me eternal life that I could only find through the blood that you shed on Calvary. I want to thank you for all you've done, for giving your only son to break the chains of sin and set this sinner free. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. I want to thank you for all you've done, for giving your only son to break the chains of sin and set this sinner free. Lord, you broke my chains. Set me free. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. I thank Him for saving me tonight. Amen. Yeah.
You pray for Ian as he sings something for us. But serving him has been a thrill. I have never seen the gates to that city. One day, one day I will. And one day I'm going to walk. On those streets of pure gold And they tell me the half It has never yet been told I'll be united with my loved ones On Zion's holy hill One day, one day I will Today I first met him, he has been all to me, and my life with joy he has filled, and I'm longing for the day when my eyes, they shall behold him one day. One day I will One day I'm gonna walk On those streets of pure gold And they tell me the half It has never yet been told I'll be united with my loved ones On Zion's holy one day, one day I will I'll be united with my loved ones On Zion's holy hill One day, one day I will The Lord I'm glad to know that one day I'm going to see Him. Amen. For those that are here today, I realize most of you are saved and on your way to heaven. But you never know who may be listening in. You never know who may be searching for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Many people today are still lost without Christ. Many people are searching tonight for something that they cannot find. Many people are searching for a peace uh, that they can't have because they know not the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Many people are searching, Brother Job, for that salvation uh, in the midst of a dark day. But I'm here to tell you, Jesus has got us covered. Jesus uh, is watching over us tonight. And I thank God for the opportunity just to stand behind this post. 
podium one more time on this side of heaven. This is what God's called me to do. This is what God encourages me to do. And I hope and pray that God would give me liberty to preach to you fine folk here tonight. Turn in your Bibles, if you will, to Exodus chapter number 12. Exodus chapter number 12 in the precious Word of God. We're going to be looking beginning at verse number 1. And we're going to go down through verse number 13. It's some familiar verse of Scripture. But I ask you to stand, if you would, for the reverence of the reading of God's Word and prayer for the message tonight. I'm glad that we know our Redeemer lives. I'm glad that I know that there's a God in heaven that loves us. That's going to take care of us uh, no matter what comes our way. Amen. The Bible says in verse number 1, And the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, If you'll understand here, the Lord is doing the speaking. This month shall be unto you the beginnings of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month, thou shalt take of them every man a lamb, according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. And if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next into his house take it according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lambs shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep and from the goats. And ye shall keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take the blood and strike it uh, on the two doorposts or two side posts and on the upper doorpost of the houses wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in the night, roast with fire and unleavened bread and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. Eat not of it raw, nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire his head, with his legs, and with the pertinence thereof. And ye shall let nothing of it remain until the morning. And that which remaineth of it until the morning, ye shall burn with fire. And thus ye shall eat it. With your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. If you'll notice that little G there, that's their made-up gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood to you uh, uh, for a token upon the houses where you are and when I see the blood I will pass over you and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite uh, the land of Egypt let us do pray father God we do love you Lord Lord we thank you for your many blessings we thank you for your word we pray Dear God, that we will properly, rightly divide the word of truth tonight. 
And God, as we look at the provision of this unblemished lamb, God, I pray that you would give us wisdom from above. Lord, help us to understand and know where we are today. God, as we are here in your house with your people. God, I pray that when the plague passes is here and you pass over, that you may see the blood that is applied to the doorpost of our hearts. And God, I'll surely thank you for what you do. Your preacher needs your help tonight, God. I pray you'd undergird me with spirit and power from up above. And dear God, I'll surely love you. And I'll thank you and praise you and give you glory and honor, Jesus, for all that you do for us tonight. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated tonight. Of course, we all know this story. We know it about the death angel that is going to pass over Egypt. But the Lord has given some commandments to the children of Israel. We need to understand and know when God speaks to our heart we need to be obedient unto Him. Amen. We need to know when God comes on the scene and He speaks to our heart we need to follow the directions of the Lord. You can go back and you can look through Leviticus. You can look through Exodus and in the numbers and you can see many a times where God is giving instruction from the time over in Genesis where they were building of the ark to the time to where they were building the tabernacle there were specific instructions that were to be taken and to be followed throughout the Pentateuch if you will those first books of the Old Testament my friend I'm here to tell you there is more direct commands here in the word of God uh, for the children of Israel. I'm glad to know that I've got the blood applied to my soul tonight. I'm glad to know, Brother Joe Floyd, uh, that if death was to take me tonight, uh, uh, whether it be by disease or by a truck flying by out here up front, uh, I'm glad to know that I'm covered in the blood of the Lamb. Uh, I've been washed and I've been made clean uh, and I'm ready for that place called heaven, my friend. Uh, no matter matter what comes our way trials and tribulations are going to come life is not going to be a bit of but God's brought his people through things worse than what you're facing today and God's going to continue to bring you through those things my friend if we'll just trust in him Many people run scared tonight just over anything. And I'm not making light of anything. I'm just saying we need to trust God. We need to trust in His Word. Amen. We see here the unblemished lamb. You see in verse number 5, the Bible says, Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male of the first year. You shall take it from, from the sheep and from the goats. I just wonder if it's not time for God to separate some sheep and goats. If is it time that God separates some wheat from the tares, if you will. I believe we're getting down to serious business where our faith is being tested. And we can show great faith. And my friend, when we show great faith, that's when God does great things. When we believe that our God in heaven can do great things, He likes to show 
put his approval on it and show you and I that he is a great God that does great things and that moves the mountains when you figure that nothing else can move. When you're in that place, Ricky, where you think nothing else can help, here comes Jesus walking right into the midst of your storm. And when he walks in, my friend, and says, peace be still, I guarantee you, peace is on the way. Aren't you glad to know the children of Israel were given instruction for a pure lamb? That's a picture of the Christ. A pure lamb without a blemish. A male lamb, if you will. You see the season for the acknowledgement here in verse number 2. The Bible says, This month shall be unto you the beginning of the months. It shall be the first of the year to you. But I want to see the number 2, the selection of the animal. The Bible says in verse 3, Now this is the Lord speaking unto the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month thou shalt take them every man a lamb according to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. This lamb was perspectively picked. He was physically perfected and plainly proved. And my friend, when I see this lamb, which is without spot and without blemish, I see the Lord Jesus Christ. We're looking looking at a lamb of God. We're looking at that one, my friend, that had not one sin in his life. He was often tempted. He was often always he was often come against. He was often talked about. And some people to this day still doubt that he had that they that he had sin. I'm here to tell you, he had no sin. He wouldn't be the Savior if he had sin. He was born of a virgin, lived 33 and a half years on this earth, my friend, never to commit one sin. He was often tempted. You know the story on the Mount of Temptation. You know how he was tempted there by Satan. You know another temptation there. You know all about that tonight. But I'm here to tell you to prove to you that we serve a perfect Lamb of God that was without sin. Then you see the sacrifice by the assembly. In verse number 6 the Bible says and you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. You see this was publicly performed was that lamb. That lamb being taken and, and brought down was publicly performed. So was our Lord Jesus Christ. He was crucified publicly. Move it up one there, Josh. Precisely prepared was that sacrifice. You don't think that the God of heaven prepared the Lord Jesus Christ for this sacrifice? He knew what was coming and the timing was perfect and it was all according to God the Father. It was prayerfully practiced and providentially produced from the God of heaven. This is all about God's plan trying to save and He does save the children of Israel. But what would they probably some there you think? Ian, was there some there you think that probably didn't trust that? 
Do you think there's probably some there that thought that that was outrageous and uh, to, to, to kill that lamb and to put it over the doorpost? Oh, but those people with faith in God and those people that were told by God to go out and put the blood on the doorpost, that death angel came by and my friend, they had to be passed over. You know what they've done by being obedient unto God? They saved their firstborn. A lot of times we have to be obedient. Listen, we should be obedient unto God all the time. But at times when we're not, it costs us something. Those that were not obedient unto God, it cost them their firstborn. It cost them their firstborn. We've been preaching about the coming of Christ as long as I've been preaching. That's been a long time. And my friend, we're right here on the cups of it. And people still don't believe it. I often heard, uh, Ian, you've probably heard this too, preachers of old time. You've been in church back your whole life. You, you, you probably heard it. Oh, if, if God had just opened up hell and let people look down in there and see the torment and the hell that people would be in, the fire, the everlasting fire that doesn't ever quench, the worm that dieth not, the fire of darkness that never burns out, and, and if people would see that, they'd get saved. We've heard that, right? They wouldn't believe it still. It makes for good preaching. But they still wouldn't believe it. They still wouldn't believe it. Booties left in the crib. They're out looking for who's kidnapped these people. They're looking to find out who's, who, uh, who's manning the plane. There's nobody manning the plane. Where did he go? Did he jump out? Did, what, what happened to him? There's accidents all over the world. The news media, you might have one person there that knows a little bit about the Bible show up on television and say, you know what? I don't know what's really going on here, but I heard about this before in Bible school. And I heard about this one time ago in church where there were people that were with upper doorpost of the houses wherein they shall eat it. There wasn't no leftovers on God's menu and they were literally going to eat on the run. If you think about a regular doorpost, and I've used this illustration before, but some of you that are new, if you'll just look at that doorpost, you put the blood on each side and then you put it over the crossbar on the top, you've got a picture of the cross. And you ever notice this? You know what holds that door? Three nails. Three nails holds that door, Joe Floyd. You know the only way to heaven, the only door there is, is the Lord Jesus Christ. My friend, I'm here to tell you, that ought to make us excited enough to turn flips tonight, knowing that we know the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and we know the door. We know who the door is. As they uh, positioned all the tribes of Judah. Now this was another command. Or the, all the tribes of Israel. It, this is another command by God. When he, when he set up the tabernacle. And he lays out the, the diagram. Uh, for them to build the tabernacle. And they placed the twelve tribes of Israel. Around that tabernacle. There was one tribe. That was placed in front of the door. That was the tribe of Judah. The tri- Judah means praise. So if you're going to get to the door of the tabernacle, you have to go through Judah. To get to the door of the tabernacle, you've got to go through praise. 
If you're going to get to the door, you got to praise your way through it. Amen. I thank God today that I serve a God in heaven that speaks to my heart and lets me know that He loves me and that He saved me and that I've got a place looking forward to going to that's better than the place where I'm at. All of heaven in this too. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. We got all of heaven in this Goodness, I don't like to go and hunt tonight. I know times is tough. You need some food, you let this preacher know. We'll feed you. Huh? Amen. Listen, that would be number six. The stroke from the Almighty. He said, for I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, in verse 12, and I will smite all the firstborn of the land of Egypt, both men and beasts, and against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. The children of Israel have put place the blood on the doorpost. The Egyptians have not. There's death coming. There's judgment coming. The Lord here, the death angel was looking for something in red. And when it saw that on the doorpost, which was the blood, he knew to keep on going. God still has control over death. He did in this day, and He does today. We know He's conquered death, hell, and the grave. Oh my, listen. The stroke from the Almighty. We know without a shadow of a doubt that those were spared in which the blood was applied. I'm glad that that color red doesn't make God angry. If you'll notice uh, uh, when them uh, uh, Hispanics, they get out there and they do their uh, get in the bull ring and they've always got a red flag and they're waving it around for them old bulls to come. You know what they're doing? They aggravate them things. When they see red, they go ballistic. They get mad. They hate it even worse because it's a moving. But my friend, I'm here to tell you, God is not scared of red. He's looking for something in red. That is the blood of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, that is being placed upon the post of your soul. And that's why we've got protection tonight. He is the king. He is the one, my friend, that shed his blood for you and I. That color don't make God angry. And then, number seven, the shelter in the atonement. The Bible says in verse number 13, And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, <laughs> I pass over you. When I pass over you, when I see the blood, I'll pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. When I smite the land of Egypt. How does this relate to us today? It doesn't matter what's going on in the world. We are protected by the blood. 
We are protected by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let the world say what the world wants to say. Brother Joe, I'm going to be a believer and thus saith the word of God and what the word says to you and I. I know today that my Redeemer lives. I know that one day he died on an old rugged cross for you and I. I know he was placed in a tomb and he was D-A-D dead. D-E-A-D dead. I realize he was dead. Oh, but thank God he didn't stay dead. For on the third day, my friend, that stone rolled over and began to kick on down the hill and out come walking this man named Jesus. Oh, my friend, he began to walk on earth once again. And then all of a sudden, one day, after that, my friend, what happened? He came and he was ascended up into the heavens. Those men standing there in white apparel, they said, this same Jesus that just left here is the same Jesus that's going to come back. It could be tonight. It could be tomorrow. But whenever it is, rest assured, I'm leaving here. I hope you are. I hope you are. Let me encourage you to do something this week. Turn off the television. Turn off Facebook. And open God's book. We want to know what's going on in the world today. It's right here. Here's you an updated newspaper written 2,000 years ago. Updated. People are going to be thinking what in the world is wrong. When Jesus comes. And we're gone. Can you imagine Joe Floyd going through the air? He'll be dancing on air, won't he? Hallelujah, Joe. You'll be dancing through the air. What about that? Listen. When we leave this old place of sorrow, when we leave this old place of woe, when we are the ones that'll be ascending up into the heavens, the Bible says the dead in Christ shall rise first. Hey, Joe, what if you just meet your baby girl on the way through the air? Huh? Hallelujah. For those that have gone on before us, we get an invitation together. Either Ian can do it or you can. You go ahead, Ian. He says, go ahead. You do it. Josh ain't selfish at all. Let's stand and let's pray. Listen, I believe most of the people here are saved. But if you're not, this time's for you. You may be here today and you're just unsure about some things and you need surety. You can get that tonight. You may be here and you just want to come pray for our nation, our nation's leaders. Pray that they'll do the right thing. Pray against the evil that's in this world. That's what we need to pray against. There's a lot of evil out there pushing their own agendas. Listen, a lot of evil. Then again, you might want to just come and thank Him. (laughs) Thank Him for being with you. Thank Him for saving you. And thanking Him for helping you thus far. And He'll do just that. Father God, we do love you. Thank Him, Lord, for all that you do for us. 
Thank you for speaking to our hearts. Thank you for helping me tonight because I had no idea where this plane was going. <laughs> oh, but God, you're in control tonight. And God, I pray in the lovely name of Jesus, you'll touch each and every heart. Touch these that are already praying. Encourage those to just come and give you a little glory tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You come and see things for us. All of it tells Oh, what a Savior is mine Mountains and plains With His praises shall swell Oh, what a Savior is my oh, what a Savior! Oh, what a Savior! Oh, what a Savior is my unto the uttermost. Where he died for my sin. Hallelujah. Oh, what a Savior is mine. Giving his life this poor wanderer to win. Oh, what a Savior is Aren't you glad you long belong to him tonight? Oh, what a Savior. Oh, what a Savior. Oh, what a Savior. Oh, what a Savior is mine. Unto the uttermost wonderful. people praying and talking to the Lord tonight I just want to mention this scripture to those that might be listening tonight or listening later if you're here without Jesus Christ or if you're listening without Jesus Christ you need these words if you have a Bible for those that are listening you can turn to Romans 10 later and you can read the Roman road to heaven Romans chapter 10 verse 9 the Bible says that if thou shalt confess that's speaking to you that is lost tonight if you shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For with scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon Him. For whosoever, aren't you glad you're a whosoever? 
For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Simple as ABC. Accept, believe, and confess. Whosoever shall believe. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God bless you tonight. All hearts and minds clear. We pray to God we'll see you Wednesday night. 7 o'clock for service. 7 o'clock the youth will be meeting in the back. We'll be meeting here in the sanctuary for prayer meeting. And we thank you so much for coming today. We didn't know what to expect. I appreciate your effort. God will bless you for it. I guarantee you that. Brother David, will you dismiss us in prayer tonight?